Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. God bless you. Welcome back to Unstoppable Faith. Thank you so very much. We continue with our guest, Jeannie Otega Law on Unstoppable Faith, as she continues to help us understand how we can walk in victory, how we can solve the question, what is happening to me? I want you to stay tuned here because you're going to be blessed by this woman and we're going to be praying for you as well. So stay tuned. Let me go back to Jeannie. And the enemy said, whoa, she's too dangerous now. Wow. I have to do something to take her out. Mm -hmm. And what he did is he used um, the ministry that I was going to mm -hmm. to um, accuse me and to try to discredit me. And really, um, it, it nearly destroyed me because I didn't know that people can get hurt in church. I was so naive. I thought that leaders were like, you know, this close to God. Yes. And uh, so I looked to them as if they were God. And that's where I went wrong. Yes. Remember, there's only one God. And we're all working out our salvation in Christ Jesus. I'm a pastor's wife now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just working out my salvation just like you are. Yes. You know, you respect and you honor your pastors and your leaders. But yes. remember, they're human. And yes. they also have insecurities and faults oh. and, and fears and things that attack them. And yes. what happened was... The ministry leaders in the church that I was going to, uh, there was a spirit of jealousy that began to arise. And, um, it, and the enemy had really bewitched uh, one of the main leaders to believe inappropriate things about me. And I was so blindsided because I had been looking to this person as a mother, as a spiritual mother. And when that happened, it nearly destroyed me. So just remember, if you're in ministry, we're all working at our salvation. Let's yes. have grace for each other. Don't yes. esteem anybody too high because when you do that, the enemy will use them against you. And that's what happened yes. to me. The enemy used those people against me and it, it nearly broke my spirit. Uh, and for a time it did break my spirit until God began to restore me again. And, you know, he sent me my husband and really started to re restore and, and, and rebuild who I was letting me know I didn't need approval from people. I had his approval that he loved me and he had a purpose for me. And the enemy just used that, even though there were godly people used it to try to destroy the purpose again, um, that I had in my life. I want to go to this question right here. And I, on this one, I want you to take your time and spend some time because this one is big. What are some of the modern idols that are common uh, for Christians today? Now, let me put it this way first. There is somebody watching or watch the part one who says, uh, I'm not into witchcraft or I'm not into that deeper, deeper stuff. Uh, but uh, there are still some idols that we worship and we have on our hands, on our waist or whatever. What are those some of the idols you could share with us uh, that are modern with Christians today? 
Yeah, great question, you know, and it's true, not the enemy doesn't use witchcraft with everybody because some people are creeped out by it. They're just like, oh, I don't, that's too spiritual for me. But what he does use on all of us is distraction, distraction. And he can distract us from our God-given purposes by using the very blessings in our lives sometimes. You know, whether it's um, family or success or money or things like that, these are this is what i mean when i say modern day idols yes uh we can go out and visit another country and we can purchase a, a necklace or a bracelet that's from a god that is not jesus and and we don't realize that it has spiritual implications in part one i talked about my aunt gave me these beads right mm -hmm. um and they're beautiful colorful beads and i see people wear those type of beads and they don't even realize that these are beads that are dedicated to these spirits right so those are things that that can open the door to the enemy in our lives as well we bring idols we go travel somewhere and we get a little figurine and we think oh how cool this represents the country that i'm from but it's it actually represents the religion and a tradition that's not of god so that's a way that you can open the door to to the enemy in a practical way but what I really mean when I talk about modern day idols, I'm talking about success. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about lifting up people. You know, God will give us people in our lives. I, I have a husband and I love him. He's amazing. But he's not my king. I have one king and that's Jesus. Amen. You know, and I'm grateful that God gave me a prince. You know, I'm grateful for that. But I have one king. But I, I was in a relationship before my husband and I didn't know that God needed to be Lord and King. So I looked to this person as if they were my everything. And, and I, I, I made them an idol. And we can do that with our own family members, with our children sometimes. We can do those things. You know, then I became a pop star, right? And I had all of this fame and all of this success. And I just felt like I needed to keep doing that and keep having that. Regardless what your job is, you know that it's tempting when you get money, when you get status, when you get success to make that an idol. Then that becomes your identity. And your identity is no longer in Christ Jesus. Your identity is no longer what God says about you. It's what the world says about you. It's what your salary says about you. It's what, you know, your status says about you. Those are modern day idols. And those are things that need to just be laid down before God. God, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for a good job. Thank you for a great family. Thank you for a house. Thank you for whatever, you know, technology. Thank you for technology. But if, if the first thing I do when I wake up is go to my phone and look on social media and I don't seek the Lord, and the first thing that I do when I feel heartbroken or sad is I go on Facebook and I talk about how bad I'm feeling and I don't take my heartbreak to God, then chances are I'm even using this as an idol in place of God, something that's in place of God, nothing. Nothing should take God's place in our life. He should be first. He should be the first person we run to to get our identity and our self-worth. He should be the first person that we run to 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 
um, share our heartbreak and our pain. He should be the first person that we run to to get guidance. And these are the things that we really need to focus on. There's so many modern idols, and we just got to fight against these things and keep God first. He is king. He is Lord. Let's look to him. Hallelujah. If you're just joining us on, on Unstoppable Faith here, I have uh, a very special guest, uh, Jenny Ortega Law, former top, top chat, no, I'm sorry, uh, top chat singer, pop singer here on the show. She's written another book here, What is Happening to Me. Very, very powerful book. And I want you to get this book in your life. You will be amazed and uh, impacted by this book. Now, Jenny, I got about, um, about five questions. They are from your book, randomly. I want to ask you these questions because the viewers will be asking me these questions, but I want you to answer them while you are on air. Is that fair? Sure. Of course. <laughs> Let's go for it. Now, the first one is, uh, how can we discern and spiritual activities affecting our lives? Well, if you don't feel freedom, if you feel oppression, if you feel depression, if you feel darkness and evil, I think we all have a level of discernment to know when something isn't right. Yes. You know, uh, that to me is a, a clear indication that something is wrong. If you feel confused, if you feel like you're stuck, if, you know, those are the things you look for and you're just like, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling stuck, I'm feeling confused, I'm feeling fearful. Fearful is a big one. I, I'm afraid. Uh, even anger. You know, I'm angry and I don't know why I'm angry. Uh, those, are, those are indications that there's spiritual activity happening in your life. And you, get, you need to ask God to help you open your spiritual eyes so you can get past it and fight. Wow. Another question here. How can we guard our heart and mind and close the door to the evil one? Yeah, I mean, in Philippians 4, it, it, it explains it clearly. You need to focus on things that are praiseworthy. Focus on things that are honorable. Focus on good things. You know, we're in a world in a time right now, I'm in America, and, you know, if you turn on the news, all you see is negativity. All you see is hatred, division, um, you know, uh, just uh, just tragedy. All That's all you see. And if that's all I focus on, then I'm going to get depressed. I'm opening the door to that spirit of darkness to come into my life. It's important for us. It's okay. Stay informed. If you want to know what's happening in the world around you, stay informed. But you can't stay there. You need to resist the darkness. You need to resist the, the, all of that with good. And the Bible says to focus on these things. Focus on what's praiseworthy. Focus on what's lovely. Focus on what's good. Get in the Word. Speak truth in the atmosphere. You have power in Jesus to shift the atmosphere. If the atmosphere is dark, God has given you authority by using His Word to shift the atmosphere. Lord, I, I pray for your peace to invade. I pray for your light to dispel the darkness. Amen. We can do that. Hallelujah. Okay, here's another, another one. How can we overcome lust, anger, and addictions? These are big ones. 
<laughs> yes. Well, you know, I find that lust and um, anger and addiction usually it stems from a brokenness or sadness within, right? And we talked in part one about childhood trauma, you know, and how the enemy attacks um, the foundation of our lives from our families as early as he can, he can, he does. And a lot of times people are stuck in addiction and lust because there's some brokenness in their identity, right? When I know my identity is in Christ Jesus, when I know that he calls me lovely, when I know that he, you know, I'm the apple of his eye, when I know that he has a great purpose for my life, it encourages me to uh, replace the lies of the enemy. When I was a child, I was, you know, I was always... Uh, scolded or I was told, you know, I should, I should mind my own business or, you know, what, what did I ever go through? What did I ever feel? Those type of things will break your spirit. So you need God's word to replace that with his truth. Identity is the, 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 the main thing here. People turn to drugs, they turn to addiction, they turn to pornography, they turn to anger, they turn to all these things because there's an identity issue. Yes. They don't realize that they're valuable. They don't realize that they're loved. They don't realize that God has a purpose for their lives. Mm -hmm. So honestly, you need to start to spend that time with God and allow him to recondition you, allow his truth to wash all the negativity away, the brokenness away. More time in God's presence is less time dancing with the devil. Amen. Wow. More time in God's praises is less time dancing with the devil. That is so powerful. Let me go to this one here. This one is so big, Jenny, and I want you to help us here. Uh, uh, how can we break soul ties and get out of uh, bad relationships? Yes, and that was a big one for me because I love hard. I'm very loyal. And the Lord revealed to me as I was on my walk with him that I had misplaced loyalties, that I had made the people in my life uh, a stumbling block between me and him. And, you know, I remember clearly one time the Lord told me, um, are they willing to go to heaven with you? And, and, and I said, and you know, these are the people who had rejected God in my life, but I didn't want to cut these soul ties. I didn't want to stop. You know, I was with, I was in a relationship with somebody and I was fornicating. I was sleeping with him. He was the love of my life. He was the guy that I said was my king. Right. Mm -hmm. And God simply asked me, would he go to heaven with you? And I knew that he wouldn't. And then he asked me, so why are you willing to go to hell with him? And these are the things we need to realize there's dysfunctional relationships in our lives. It doesn't always have to be a, 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 a somebody of the opposite sex. You can have soul ties with toxic family members, with toxic friends who are not willing to go to heaven with you. So you have to ask yourself, why am I willing to go to hell with them? And, and what you do is you just ask God to take their place, take their place in your life. You know, I had to pray for God to remove the people in my life that were not meant to be. 
And one day, because I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't strong enough to tell my friends at the time or my boyfriend, I, I can't, I have to follow God. I was weak and I had these strong soul ties. But what I did is I said, God, please remove the people that are not meant to be here. And one day, as I started to grow closer and closer with him, I began to repel them. They didn't want to be around me anymore. I no longer was the same person. I started to, you know, I, I used to curse all the time. And now I was always talking about Jesus. They didn't want to be around that. So a good way to, to, to break soul ties is to make sure you first know the people you need to break soul ties with and just ask yourself that if they're not willing to go to heaven with me, then why am I willing to go to hell with them? Those are the people you need to break soul ties with. You'll know who they are. And wow. then after that, allow God to enter in and be the person that, you know, be in that position that you've placed them in, in your life. As we come in closer to our program here, Jenny, I want to ask this question here. How can we rest in uh, the love of God and in his purpose? Because uh, you are a former popular uh, 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 pop artist and you found uh, the love of God. So my question to you is, how can we really find the love of God, like rest in the love of God and in the purposes that he has for us? You know, it's really knowing who he is. When you know who God is, you can trust him. Amen. I think a lot of times we think that God is like people who's going to disappoint us, who's not going to show up, who's going to, uh, you know, hurt us in some way, whether it's reject us or, uh, you know, speak uh, something that hurt, that breaks our spirit. God is God. He's not like people. His love is unconditional. He loves us with an everlasting love. Yes. It's, he's unmovable and unshakable. Yes. And if we realize that, if we realize that he wants better for us than we want for ourselves, then we can trust him. Amen. And I really think trust in God is what will help us abide in his presence. Yes. You know, this world is going to disappoint you. Like I said, I'm married to a pastor who is a phenomenal man, but he disappoints me sometimes. I disappoint him. Yes. We're people. We have flaws. We have weaknesses. We, have, uh, we, we don't understand each other. God understands you. He yes. calls you by name. He knows every hair that's on your head, on your body. He, catch, he catches every one of your tears. Yes. He reaches deeper than anyone could ever reach. Mm -hmm. That's a love that you can bank on. That's mm -hmm. a love that you can rely on. That's a love that you can build your foundation on. And if we rest in that, we won't want to be apart from him. Yes. You know, my church here in Orlando, um, Pastor William McDowell is my pastor, uh, incredible uh, gospel singer and man of God, true man of God. And, um, you know, in my church, we always say, we don't have to spend time with God. We get to spend time with God. Mm -hmm. We get the privilege and the honor to spend time with the creator of everything. Yes. And he loves us individually. That to me is the reason why I wanna spend time with him. Yes. And I encourage you 
to spend time with that God. Because if you, if you spend time in his presence, you'll be so full that anything that happens in this world will not be able to affect you the way it affects others. Amen. 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 Now, here in closing here, what's your prayer for men and women who read your book, uh, this book right here? Uh, uh, what is happening to me? What is your prayer for people who read this book? And what hope do you offer for them uh, uh, with your own story? My prayer is that, you know, I, I never thought I would write this book. You know, this wasn't something that I, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And mm. that's why I knew I needed to do it. Yes. You know, I'm not a fearful person. And before I wrote this book, I became overcome with fear. So I knew the enemy was trying to silence me. So I, God wanted me to write this book. And really it was because he wants his people to open their spiritual eyes. Yes. He wants his people to learn how to fight spiritually. Mm -hmm. He wants his people to look back on their life and to close the doors of the enemy. Sometimes yes. tradition has opened that door. Sometimes trauma has opened that door. Sometimes uh, idols have opened that door. And he wants us to close those doors to the enemy so that we can defeat our unseen enemy. He doesn't want us to be sitting ducks, just allowing the enemy to push us and bully us and destroy us. He wants us to be people of his presence that know who we are, whose we are, that take authority in Jesus. I wrote this book to help people do that. I share my own story because I hope that through my story, you can relate and that you'll look at your own life and you'll find hope and healing and freedom in Christ Jesus. That's why I wrote this book. I just want you to go right ahead uh, with that, you know, atmosphere right now. Just uh, pray for that person that, that is crying out to God to say, I want all those soul ties broken. I want deliverance from uh, manipulation of uh, witchcraft and all these other spirits. Uh, I just want you to pray right now. Uh, go right ahead and just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, God, that you've put us in this moment, God. Jesus. I know every person that is watching this, God, you led them here because you want them to have freedom and Jesus. victory in you, Christ Jesus. Yes, and right now, Lord God, I pray that as you're tugging on the hearts of your men and your women, God, that they would know that you're tugging at them because you love them, that you're tugging at them because you have purpose for them and the enemy has tried to lie to them and try to destroy that purpose and try to make them forfeit what you have god i pray that you would help them to know that you are the greatest power lord that you are the greatest source god that you are everything that we could ever need and want and more lord god that you don't disappoint lord god you don't abandon lord god you don't destroy god but you came to give life and that more abundantly. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus against the, 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 the distractions of the mind. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would just break the chains uh, uh, that the enemy have with any of these people that are watching, Lord God, that you would lose chains in the name of Jesus. I pray right now that people would break ties with tradition, break ties with false religion, break ties with idolatry, break ties with soul ties, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
that they would that they would embrace you that they would want you god more than anything in this world god thank you they would there would be a knowing god that you have called them out that you have called them out of darkness into your marvelous light i thank you that you love us that you don't leave any one of us god confused or fearful or abandoned or destroyed god but that you restore god that you love us so much god that you 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 call us by name god that you reach deeper than any man than any demonic spirit than anything in this world can god so i pray for these people lord god that they would give you their heart that they would give you their soul god that they would look to you the glory and the lifter of their head that you are their mighty strong tower lord you are their defender you are their provider you are their healer so i thank you god that as you called them to yourself god you didn't only call them to be sons and daughters of the most high king but you've given them authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over rulers of every darkness god i thank you god that you've given us authority that you've given us victory that you love us so much that you don't leave us that you 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 guide us i pray that your holy spirit would fill your people Jesus. That your Holy Spirit would invade the yes. atmosphere around yes. them. That your Holy Spirit in would saturate them, peace. God, yes, in God. peace, in joy, in hope, in, in love. And I thank you for salvation, deliverance, yes. and healing yes. in the mighty, most powerful, yes. matchless name of Yeshua, Jesus, yes. our Messiah. Yes, amen Lord. and amen. 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 And amen. I believe you've been impacted and blessed by today's program and today's guest, Jenny Otigalow. Thank you so very much for coming on Unstoppable Faith. It's, it was an honor. Thank you so much. I don't think this is the last time I'm going to have you on here. Uh, I need to bring you back on uh, uh, as we, you know, we, we can talk about uh, the spiritual realm and how to deal with uh, the unseen forces of darkness. Yeah. Well, whenever you want. And if people want to connect with me, they can reach me at my website, genieo.com. You can message me there if you need prayer, if you need any further uh, guidance, or if I can help, I will. Amen. And you can see the website on the screen there. Jenny, God bless you. Thank you so very much for coming on Unstoppable Faith. And to our viewers, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord watch over you. By the way, don't forget to tune in every Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on KITV Network and on all the platforms we are on as I bring you Kingdom Insight, teaching the Word of God in context. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord watch over you. Until then, shalom, shalom. Faith is the currency of the Kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at and share your testimony.